the college football experience week 13, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, the season is right around the corner. Make sure to check out our Discord server. It's brand new. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Look, including week zero, we got all 13 weeks out there already. This is technically the 14th week, even though it's called week 13. You figure it out. Uh, but go back and listen to all those episodes because we've been previewing the 2022 college football season week by week for the last what? I feel like 16 weeks. I feel like I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sad lad kiss stealing, wheel to dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, uh, I think tide turning. I see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. Oh, yeah, oh. darn it early Did today. I say those I like words? It. <laughs> Here, I'll give you a song, too. Oh, yeah. I'm just what oh, there you go. I'm watching this uh, Tom Cruise movie from 1982 on Tubi called Losing It. You ever heard of no, it? I have not. I don't ooh, think so. Ooh, Going deep, that's a deep pull, dude. It's you and a your little, man crush. It's a little <laughs> weird. It's a little weird because back in the day, it, it's about high schoolers going down to Tijuana to get laid. Oh yeah, and it's like wow. underage, and it was perfectly cool. Pretty sure that still happens. Yeah, I'm sure it does, <laughs> but it, you couldn't talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this guy, you know, he never went down to Tijuana, but he he went to uh, Costa Rica. All right. Uh, so that's somewhat, uh, does that count? I don't know. Give it up for third man in the booth. The Sun Belt fun belt. God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making tobacco road, living the free lock, giving former 
former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going <laughs> on, guys? What up? Yes. 13 weeks. I can't wait to do our draft today. This is a celebration. That means the season is very, very close. Boom. Final week. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe over there as well or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, remember to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience because things are going to start. Start slam dunking over there, huh? Come on. See what I did there, guys? Uh, clever. <laughs> yeah, very clever. <laughs> uh, we got some news. All right. First off, uh, I mean, where, 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 let me just cue up the uh, Grayson McCall. Grayson McCall of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, <laughs> AKA Big Bird. <laughs> he cashed in. I don't know if you guys seen this. He reached an NIL deal with Darlington Raceway NASCAR track. I mean, I need to play this. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Grayson McCall. Finally, a very appropriate moment to very play this Very appropriate. Tune. Poor Teddy Gallagher. He was one year off. <laughs> oh man. Man. Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, the mullet. I, the mullet oh, yeah. on the raceway. Good for that money. Also, Jeremy Pruitt and the University of Tennessee over the past week got hit with 18 NCAA sanctions. Pretty does pretty, that matter? Well, that's what's funny, but I want a fucking car right fucking now. Uh, I mean, what's it, that from? That is from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, a classic film in the uh, '80s. Go check it out, youngsters, if you haven't seen it. Um, well, uh, here's what's hilarious. There was a ton of different sanctions here, like a, like a, just a, a shit ton of different sanctions. I found the the most hilarious one, the COVID one, because I remember when Arizona State and Herm Edwards got busted. I distinctly remember. I want to say, I want to say it was like Stuart Mandel on a, on 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 uh, uh, you know, saying these universities have taken it seriously. No one else is doing this but Arizona State, oh, and I'm okay. sitting there like, what? <laughs> Who are you kidding? Yeah. Who are you kidding? <laughs> and, and come on, I mean, like in Tennessee, did COVID even happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I traveled the U.S. in the middle of COVID, right? Different went, <laughs> parts of the country handled it differently. <laughs> oh man, I was in Oklahoma for like uh, ten days, and it was like it was like it didn't even exist compared to living in L.A. <laughs> living in L.A., it was like you know, obviously crazy as shit. Uh, I felt like we were getting hit. Uh, you know, I felt like I was in a, what, what, what's one of those, uh, bio Outbreak. movies. <laughs> yeah, Outbreak. Outbreak. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what do you make of the whole thing? It's just hilarious. And it's also, uh, let me, let me dial it back a little bit here. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, when he got in that big situation, uh, big, you know, call name, calling Nick Saban and Nick Saban name, calling a and M he said, do your history, do your research, right? And there's a lot of dirt. There's a reason why I didn't go back to coach for Saban. Well, Jeremy Pruitt's job prior to Tennessee was defensive coordinator on a national championship winning Alabama team. I'm just making assumptions, just making assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't want to, you know, you don't just randomly say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to start paying players. I feel like you've been a part of that for a long time and you say, Hey, okay, let's come on in. We can do this. Yeah. I mean, H how did only Tennessee get caught? No, you know, tennis that this is what's great. Tennessee 
self-inflicted this. I believe. I mean, yes. That's don't don't do that. No, That's no, no, no. Here's days. why they did. It. They had like 14 or 12 million reasons why, because to get him out of his contract, the buyout was that, and they know that the NCAA <laughs> is powerless and and on the verge of not existing. So uh, I, too funny. It is. It is. Uh, you know. Yes, he got caught, but uh, so it, but only because it was self it was self reported because yeah, it was ratted out by his own administration. Yeah. Well, well. Uh, in today's nil landscape. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Well, well. I mean, you can't have the payer or the coach was directly paying a player. You can't do that even now in the nil. Although so, how okay, easy would it be? So, so do a roundabout way of doing it. <laughs> yes. It's, it's yeah. the same thing. Yes. It's the same end result. But but that's how stupid he was. I mean, yeah. I know I know that. Well, it's how stupid Tennessee is, and, <laughs> and they they just like, dude, pay him, make it go away, right? And don't screw your program over in the process. You really think like saving that money is worth like putting your program under the bus? Their program is not going to go under the bus. That's yeah, that's the point yeah. I think is that the yeah. NCA is powerless these yeah. days. So all this is is them not wanting to pay him. No, by and, the time they hit him with sanctions. I don't think the NCA will exist. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So like all or, this or, is then or, is for the money. Yeah. Or if, or if they do hit them with sanctions, they're not going to penalize because their sanctions are going to, they're in the middle of being re rewritten. So they won't, they won't give it to these players because these players have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the Coxville playoffs is outside of the NCA. Yeah. Well, all so of it, they yeah. had, they can't say like you're, you're banned from the playoffs because they don't run the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, so it's all as a, I mean, it's kind of a funny story, but at the end of the day, I really haven't paid that much attention to it because it's pretty much meaningless moving uh, forward. I mean, there was a lot of funny parts of it though, because like the, the, the restaurants that were listed in there, pretty classic. There's a couple that say a mysterious restaurant They the receipt couldn't provide so it, it it is pretty funny. Like it's like the, you probably oh. took him to a strip club. <laughs> uh, yeah, was it yeah. a lunch meal at a strip club? Yeah. Or was it just the Hooters. <laughs> uh, other news: ACC Media Day and uh, or Media Week, I should say. Uh, Pat Narduzzi. <laughs> I don't understand it, but sign me up for it. I love shit talking. Uh, he just comes right at Mark Lice Whipple. Saying, "Hey, we are getting nine yards of carry, and this guy wanted to pass the ball against Wake Forest. Uh, he wanted to pass too much. I'm glad he's gone. Man, he's not even there. You just had your best season ever, and you're you're throwing shade at your former <laughs> offensive coordinator that had you in the the I don't know, almost a perfect season. Careful, careful what you wish for. <laughs> Sign me up for Nebraska Pitt in the fucking pinstripe bowl or whatever the hell. There you you know what I mean? Saw that as an Orange Bowl prediction in one of these like season previews. Uh, that would be a great. That would be a fun one. It would be fun, even though I'm sure Keaton Slovis wouldn't play in it, and Casey Thompson wouldn't play in it, and you'd probably that, that would bring back like that day where Paul Johnson ran for like 500 yards. You know, on uh, was it Van Gorder? Van Gorder, Gorder yeah. Notre Dame, right? <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 I, no. He ended up going to Notre Dame after, but he was at Louisville oh, at the time. Gotcha. Because uh, because yeah. Van Gorder had had caught out the so Van Gorder was the uh, the coach to replace Johnson at Georgia Southern. And he yes. ditched the triple option and called it like a prehistoric offense, right? <laughs> and then, so he basically shit on Didn't it. Didn't they do something in practice to like make fun of it too? No, no, no. That's that's Georgia Tech when oh, Johnson left oh, okay. and Jeff Collins came in on the first day of spring ball. They lined up in triple option and audible to a shotgun, 
and it went like this to get the crowd all, all crazy. And everyone cheered. And, yeah. It's a, how, how you doing? You got fucking nine wins since then. All right. All right? Wait. So this has happened to Paul Johnson twice. twice. I hope Jeff Collins. I hope Jeff. Why Collins are they gets, locking Paul Johnson? He's a hell of a coach, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. Two orange bowls for Georgia Tech. You can't. You ain't sniff a fucking orange bowl without him. All right. Uh, well, guys, the uh, the chat is live already. Isaac Walker, what's up, man? Week zero. Uh, yes, yeah, so I guess I mean, this this pot is not going to cover week zero, but we're getting there. I hear you. Yes, yes, week zero is right around the corner. We did an episode; it is out there. But hey, might as well hang in the chat, kick back, crack a and cold we got, one. We got Terrell Furman, Magic Man Blanco, Hello. And, and Lane Elliott. Man, we're getting a full house in here. Let's the do squad. it. I'm loving this. Shout out to uh, shout out to Terrell Furman Jr. Listen to the. Uh, I mean, this guy does like 500 podcasts. <laughs> M- uh, WNBA podcast, NBA gambling podcast, fantasy football podcast. Was recently on the sports gambling podcast. Uh, uh, you know, just he's a machine. Follow the guy on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. Shout out to Magic Man Blanco, hell of a good person. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, recently got married, right? Or uh, oh, recently got oh, yeah. married. Shout out to uh, Magic Man Blanco, or engaged. Uh, one of the two. A, f- uh, a um, femme degenerate wife. Yeah, you gotta great, love that. Great. You know, you're a solid human being when you give somebody whiskey. All right. Yeah. That's like. You know, that's how you and know. I, that's I, how I've you have heard, a good uncle. You know, definitely. And, and I've always heard couples that wager together stay together. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. Shout out to Lane Elliott, also legend, legend. Hopping in the chat. Feel free to ask us any questions. We'll try to answer them. We're still talking some topical things. I wanted to key in on guys. Devin Leary was voted the best player, the player of the year, <laughs> preseason player of the year in the ACC. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to come at this guy. He's a solid quarterback. He's a decent quarterback. He's a pretty good quarterback. What am I missing? What am I missing? It, it's like the Heisman odds. It's like Malik Cunningham and, and uh, Brandon Armstrong and Sam Hartman don't fucking exist. <laughs> and what am I missing? 35 touchdowns to five interceptions last year. How about that? That's pretty uh, good. Sam Hartman for, had for 50 fucking touchdowns. Five zero. Five zero. Brandon Armstrong missed two games and he had 40 touchdowns. I'm actually on your side. This is the college football offseason hype train. McKen- they, they Malik, they Malik Cunningham had 39 touchdowns. He's they he's latch, at the least. They latch onto a team <laughs> and they build up the players on that team for some reason. Now Leary is a very good quarterback. Yeah, yes. I, I think yeah he would he'll start be in the NFL. For, yeah, yeah, he'll probably be like a journeyman backup in the NFL. Uh, but no, he's not the best player in the ACC. He's not the best quarterback in the ACC. He deserves some recognition, but this is getting a little out of hand, and it's making me like that NC State under more and more. Oh yeah, putting I'm all the target on the chest. Yeah, negative negative seventy three rushing yards <laughs> last year. Okay, very lawn chair esque. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, look, every quarterback is going to be a dual threat. It's okay to be a pocket passer. Still, run for one fucking first down. All right. <laughs> In college, sacks count as minus rushing yards. Okay, we know this by now. Uh, he's look look at his. We're we're getting to him. He's a Duke guy, but he's an NC State. He's he, I, I live in Raleigh. Yeah. Thank you, dude. He's been the quarterback for three years. He has negative twenty rushing yards in the career. Two touchdowns rushing in three years as a starter. Okay, he's not Michael Vick. All right, not every quarterback needs to be. How much? How many rushing yards did Joe Montana have? All right, he, actually, he had a little bit of wheels early in his career. Early in his career, he around. had a little bit of wheels. Uh, 
So uh, I think you're, Dan Marino is the better answer yeah. to, to say there. Dan Marino, <laughs> uh, he might have had one quarterback sneak in his life. Um, Philip Rivers, fellow NC go. State guy. There you go. There you go. That's what they do there. I can't trust a guy who doesn't curse. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, the, even the Heisman odds, guys. I just sit there and I just say, "What the fuck?" Like you, you pull it up, and I know this is TMZ stuff here, but I mean, Brandon Armstrong's a uh, hundred to one. The guy, the guy had he missed like two games, and he and he threw, he, he had forty fucking touchdowns. I I what am I missing here? Same You're with missing the, the fact that UVA is going to be six and six yeah. this year, and and that rolls well, him out right there. Well, at least at least play into it and and have the odds adjust accordingly. You know what I mean? Well, they're trying to make money on it. The, the <laughs> hundred yeah, to one is the, might bet them. I mean, the guy is is worthy just off of his stats, but on on the team this year, it's not going to happen. That, Dude, Virginia's that's the schedule though the, is a cakewalk. No, but it's the, an easy schedule. I the, agree. The Heisman should not be. Oh, who's on the best? You know, the best team. It, it should that's be a whole nother conversation. It should be yeah. without him because Virginia's offense, if they had gone to their backup quarterback, would have been like a hundred and twentieth in the NCAA. He is Should've a fucking difference maker. Yeah, I should have a mean? nine inch dong and a million dollars, but I don't. <laughs> it's twelve. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Other stuff I want to touch base on before we hop into this fun Jeff Trailer Conference USA Media Days. Jeff Trailer, head coach of uh, the UTSA Roadrunners. Meep meep says uh, I got an idea since we're doing all this NIL money thing. How about a company deem a bowl game the winner get a bunch of money? That way, all the players will play. Hell yeah! I thought that was genius. Now we're talking. I thought yeah. that was genius. Same Definitely. with the All Star Game yeah. or the uh, Pro Bowl. Make it about the money. That's what that's what people <laughs> you know are attracted to, uh, especially when you're talking about college kids that aren't making much. Yeah, yeah. It makes it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Also, Penn State athletic director Pat Kraft. I thought he said something pretty funny because he said, "It stinks what they've done to us." I've called the office and complained, but we are we opening up the season on the road three straight years in week one on the road in, in Big Ten play, and that's a bunch of BS. Uh, he's right. They would never do this to Michigan or Ohio State. I don't even think they would do this to Michigan State or Wisconsin. <laughs> what is that about? Penn State getting the little brother this treatment. Is, uh, I mean, the Sandusky thing was a while ago. <laughs> All right, I understand you want to get even, but I mean, fuck. Have, haven't half the teams in the Big Ten <laughs> had that now? Hasn't Ohio State had that? Michigan State, Michigan. <laughs> Shem Beckler yeah. have like I, a, I, a I, scandal I, about touching people. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. I, I, and I yet, Penn least, I don't know if it was as bad as the Sandusky one, but I mean, yeah, right, not, I but the, the Michigan State, the Michigan one, State one was, was pretty really bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. It wasn't the football program, but yeah, Shit, it was pretty, pretty close to pretty closely aligned. The Schembechler accusations are close to that. They're supposed to be going on for I've like twenty those. years. <laughs> what? Well, uh, mm. And there's no, there's, no, I don't know that what's true on that. Have they proven that to be true? I mean, I feel like it's a lot of speculation, but yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously what does row the boat really mean? Patty C <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what else do we got going here? There's uh, uh how about this the big 10 uh, ADs met this week about a playoff and they were talking about a 16 team playoff about time. What do you think about that? Damn right. Fucking Fuck. awesome. I said this before. <laughs> I know NC Nick was saying 12, 
12, fuck eight, fuck 12. Uh, start at 16 or start at 24. I but think you, 16. End at, you end it at 64. I'll be happy at 32. I'll be happy at 32. We, we brought it up last year or last week with the Nebraska three and nine. Now look, I wouldn't lobby for a three and nine team to get in the playoff. But my point is, is that they were pretty fucking good. If had they been seven and five, I, I do want to see a seven and five team in the playoff. Be, knowing, knowing how evil the scheduling is, I believe certain teams should have that opportunity. Well, certain teams have some control over their own scheduling as well. It's not all dictated by the yeah. conference. No, 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 no. I but, don't want to see a seven and five team that that like three or four of those wins is against cupcakes in the playoff. Well, I said twelve was a perfect number because I didn't think they would jump from four to sixteen. If we want to start off at sixteen, I'm. C- Perfectly content and happy with that, and I would be perfectly okay because the the conference schedule they have to do years ahead of time. I'm sorry, the out of conference, the conference schedule change. You don't know until the next year. You know what I mean? So you have no idea if you're going to get fucked. You know, which we see every year by you know like Kansas or Iowa State or something just get completely fucked in the conference. Yeah, right. So so that's why I would lobby for that. Let me let me say this. I know I'm going to break away from uh, Colby's dreams here for a little bit. I'm going to say. Permanently, permanently, I think sixteen is the right number. You know, be, no, I'm and, fine with that. I'm fine with that. And, no, and you know what? And no. as long as there's there's automatic qualifiers. No. Yeah, you would have to have ten conference. To, uh, that, that's to me. You have to have the ten auto bids. I I, I was talking. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe even eight is fine. The top eight conference no. champion. But but I agree no. with you. Ten no. might be better. But. So uh, wait, just what, two conferences what's the top are eight. Yeah, who dictates the top eight? The rank every year. The, the rankings. rankings are a jaded but, cup already too. Right, you know right. what I mean? Well, like, well, okay. Which rankings? Coach rankings? AP rankings? The 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 bowl I guess ha- have a committee uh, do the no, rankings. Committees oh, suck. No, 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 no. Committees do suck. I, okay. I don't want any committees. But guess what? <laughs> what? Who are going to do the rankings as far as uh, the the at larges then? Yeah, a committee. Okay, okay. But, but still. So listen. You had the, the, the I want them to have as less power as possible. Sorry, agree. I agree. I, agree. Yeah. I, I think ten is my my choice too. But if you had only eight, I wouldn't be super upset about it because I can't think of like a team that hasn't had a, like a, a MAC team when they were when when Western Michigan went thirteen and zero. They Northern were probably, Illinois too, with the, but they yeah. were probably one of the top eight. I would need a top eight conference champions. No, I, would need I don't see, know. Yeah, maybe because uh, I they think maybe they were just better than the CUSA. I think yeah. we should do a historical study on that and see like. How good the number nine conference champion has typically no, been, and whether we have a, representat- a representation. I think that's good. I think it's conference. better for the sport yeah. if they do it. But but another thing is with three loss, people are always talking about. I don't want to see a three loss team in the playoff. I think you'll see less three loss teams if you include the conference champs that are like twelve and one Louisiana, who is what like number seventeen at the end of but, last year. By you saying you don't want a three loss team, well, don't. How about you do a fair scheduling then? Because to me, there's right. plenty of great three loss teams that got dealt. Have you seen Mississippi State's fucking schedule this year compared I to? I'm totally you know, fine with a three loss team. It's when you talk to them about a seven and five team, then it's like, come on, are they really playoff worthy? I don't know. But hey, shout out to uh, Tom Gromek in the chat. I think this is his first time joining. So uh, appreciate you listening, man. Look, do we got people already screaming for uh, week zero locks? Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, coming. maybe coming. maybe we could key in a little bit on that. But I wanted to touch base on a few other things. Also, uh, Sun Belt, Sun Belt, Fun Belt Media Day. I liked Ricky Ricky uh, Rowney's statements when he said, uh, 
I'm not supposed to use this word, but but in college football, hate is good. Hate is passion. Indifference Hell is yeah. terrible. So you want to hate other teams? I like it. I like, I like it. it. Bring it on. Yeah. And guess That's what? what? I'm saying. Uh, since they're our new rival, we fucking hate you, Ricky. How do you like that? Maybe that's why <laughs> Let's go he Duke, scheduled. Baby. Maybe that's why him and ODU scheduled Liberty, Virginia Tech, UVA, Coastal Carolina. Bring it on, Southern Virginia football. Don't man. forget about it. JMU I like too. it. I like it. Uh, what else did I want to touch base? Oh, how about this? Uh, uh, they did a five-year dive. The uh, San Jose Mercury and also I think the Athletic. Did a five-year dive on on the history or of ratings within the conferences, and it kind of made their case for because all this is pending a TV contract. Well, the Pac-10 slash 12, whatever they, they they go with, this is pretty revealing, and this is probably why they're going to remain the Pac-10 or perhaps uh, you know try to grab I don't know San Diego State or or some other teams. But for on average. <coughs> between the remaining teams in the big 12 after Texas and Oklahoma leaving and uh, the PAC 12 after UCLA and USC leaving on average TV ratings wise, the biggest brands, Oregon, Stanford, Washington, Washington state, Colorado, then Utah, then your first big 12 team with Oklahoma state. And they're pretty much neck and neck with the Cal golden bears. So all of a sudden you're thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, we thought the PAC 10 was going to be nothing in like, now you're thinking, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if they had San Diego state, which is a gigantic market and either, I don't know, UNLV, SMU, whoever Boise state, then all of a sudden you might have a sustainable conference. The question is, is if the big 10 comes calling for, uh, for, for Stanford and uh, Cal or Oregon and, and Washington. But, but what do you guys make of that? It was pretty shocking, right? It is shocking. What's more shocking to me is the fact that that hasn't been like pointed out way earlier in this process and the narrative that it's going to completely fall apart once USC and UCLA leave has been completely wrong. Well, the bottom three teams, uh, isn't that shocking guys? I mean, we're talking about much bigger TV markets in the PAC 12 teams than compared to the big 12 teams. Sure. But I guess some of the about Northern so, California, uh, Seattle, Portland, well, I, uh, I, Salt Lake City, I, mean, I knew Denver. I, I mean, I knew, I knew Oregon and and Washington, right? The others, I like, you know, people say like, no one cares about Stanford and Cal football. Well, they're charting with the same with fucking, I mean, Stanford's way up on Oklahoma state, right? As far as people that watch their games Dude, and ca- Cal's neck and neck, Northern California yeah. against Oklahoma, San Francisco versus Oklahoma city. There's more people <laughs> in San Jose than the whole freaking state of Oklahoma. I understand. But dude, I mean, come on. Baylor's been a great fucking program over the past decade. And they're, they're towards the bottom of this. They only average 1.7 mil, uh, million views a game Private school. Yeah. L- smaller amount of alumni. Still, you would think you, you would think you would watch because they're top 10, right? Isn't there some science to that? They're, they're close enough to like Dallas and Austin that you would think there'd be some people interested too. Well, some of this has to have to has, has to do with winning because Kansas was last with only 409,000 views per game, but they were also losing every game by 70 fucking points. Kansas <laughs> basketball help. will chart up. It, you know, they'll get like millions on a game pretty, pretty consistently. So it, some of that's gotta be strictly based on winning, but at the same time to defeat that, you know, argument Baylor's been winning pretty damn successfully over the past decade. Long-term brand recognition. 
Well, the problem is most of the people around Baylor, if they didn't go to Baylor, they're probably fans of Texas or Texas A and M. Because you know, unless you went to the private school, you're probably not a fan of Baylor. I would still think though, if they're on a top ten matchup, wouldn't doesn't that drive? Isn't that what the the TV execs are in a way also kind of arguing? Is that we want to see more primetime matchups? Well sure. then, well then, you, Baylor against Oklahoma State have been they've been top ten a lot of times. All right, last year, <laughs> I mean, they played for the Big Twelve Texas. championship. It's in freaking Texas. You would think these people would be watching too. I would just think that 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 I mean I know it's a five year composite, but in those five years, Oklahoma State's been a hell of a lot better than Colorado, but Colorado destroys them on the on the ratings. Um, I don't know. I, it's all going to be crazy to see how this all shakes out, but it, it gives some hope if you are a fan of the Pac ten or Pac twelve. Personally, as a guy that's been rooting for Colorado since nineteen ninety, I was kind of hoping they would join the Big Twelve, <laughs> so just so we could get those those old rivalries back. Right. But it is what it is. Anyway, uh, okay. I think I think I covered everything. Uh, let's let's hop into this. Let's let's get ready. If you if you're a first time listener, make sure you check us out. Uh, you know we did this for all, all the other 13 weeks, including week zero. So that's all out there and available. But um, what we do is we essentially draft the top 30 games for for each week. We're on the final week of the season, regular season. Um, so. Before we hop into this, I know NC Nick's got the first pick, um, uh, and then uh, second pick is myself. Then third is Patty C. Um, before we hop into this, though, Army Navy is by itself a couple weeks after. I feel like should we play that one or not, folks? Should we should we play that one in the draft? You want a, a vote here between the three yeah, of us? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You don't have to worry about me. I won't play it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nick <laughs> fucking communist prick. <laughs> yeah. Play it, man. We're not just going to okay. do a week 14 okay. and have one game. Okay. So, so that game is eligible. Let's, so that'll be Colby's first pick at number two overall. You're, you're, it's the best rivalry. All right. Yeah. And you, you, it's coming for you. All right. So get ready. Uh, actually it's not gonna be number two, but uh, it's close. It's up there. Um, all right, folks, let's start this off. Let's get into the mix. NC Nick is on the clock. No, I am not going iron bowl. I'm going to go Michigan at Ohio state. The rivalry is back. I don't care if the Buckeyes won eight in a row before last year. I don't care if they're 15 and one in the last 16. I don't care if Michigan you have to go all the way back to the year 2000 for the last time they won in Columbus. Damn. This rivalry is back. <laughs> Michigan won last year. Look, there, there's college kids now at Ohio state where the Buckeyes haven't lost at home to Michigan in their lifetime. I just keep this thinking about wild. Will, I just keep th- thinking about that first down marker for that questionable call. And then also Wilton Spate fumbling at the one yard line. 2016. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But hold on. And there's also this. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple, you know, but they didn't. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh taking shots at Ryan Day. I cannot wait. By the wait. way, he stole that from Shameless. You know that? No, I did the, not. The uh, Showtime show Shameless. Okay. That was in Shameless, like uh, of, like five or six years ago. He stole that line from Shameless. Maybe it was somewhere before that, but the first time I heard that line, I, I was, was thinking shameless. Frank Drebin. Naked gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, at the very uh, least, too. 
Nick, but, uh, look, Nick, and Jim Harbaugh have similar uh, viewing habits because <laughs> you guys are probably the only two people <laughs> that knew that. How's your khaki game, Nick? <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. wear, you wear a lot of khakis. <laughs> no, I work from home. I wear shorts. <laughs> Shorts and cutoffs. <laughs> I don't even wear sleeves most of the time. What's your opinion on abortion? No, no, no. I'm there joking. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, no, Michigan. I'm not comfortable answering that question. <laughs> uh, look, it is the game I'm most looking forward to this week. I know a lot of people might pick Auburn, Alabama instead of this. No, not me. Michigan no, no. State. I agree with you because Auburn's at Alabama. Exactly. Uh, and Brian Harson might be working at a used car dealership by this point. <laughs> um, no, after they said those things and it's been chippy. I think it has to be Michigan at Ohio State as the number one play. Uh, Patty, see your thoughts on on the game. Well, what is, Day's been there three years now. This is year four. He routed them the first two times, and then Michigan got it done last year pretty convincingly. Um, if Harbaugh can get the better of him again, then that quote, you know, standing on third base, third base really has some. And then it seems like Michigan will have turned the corner. Jim, Jim Knowles, defensive coordinator. He, he's they he they just had him. They just interviewed him on on the media day or whatever. They were saying we worked on uh, stopping the run, you know, which which Hassan Hall I think had what five touchdowns against uh, Ohio State last last uh, November. <laughs> so uh, got to fix that. But this is going to be fun. It's going to be chippy. Uh, I I do think it is played in the right spot here. I mean, they gave up. 30. I think the Buckeyes win too. I think they get revenge at home. Uh, we just had we just did an interview with Phil Steele. The the show will be dropping tomorrow on the College Football Experience, but. He has the Buckeyes as a two touchdown favorite. Uh, I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's absurd. That's Look, Ohio State. He is lives in Ohio, so maybe <laughs> maybe he's a he's a Buckeye at heart. I don't know. He doesn't want to get his house egged. <laughs> <laughs> they still gave up uh, thirty plus points five times last year. That defense needs like some serious fixing against good competition, and Michigan's offense is going to be explosive as hell this year. So I don't know why anyone would think I, I almost. Lean Michigan, say it, but the upset no because <laughs> because it's in Columbus. I'm gonna give it to Ohio yeah. State, but I expect yeah. a dogfight. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, it bounces over to old pick Dundee here. Look, I want to play. I want to play uh, Army Navy, but I can't right now because you got the Iron Bowl and the Iron Bowl. Look. Army Navy, it, it, I put it right up there with these rivalries. But no one's poisoned the fucking river that the uh, <laughs> Army resides on. <laughs> Actually, maybe they have. It was called New York City. I don't know. So, 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 right. But uh, but uh, got to play Army. I'm sorry, Auburn at Alabama. Even though I think this, you want to talk about a, a a spread that could be in the 20s. Yeah, probably uh, should be. This one, especially if the wheels come off and Harson's gone and he's working at CarMax, you know well, what I mean? It should like, be in the twenties because the last five games in Tuscaloosa, uh, Bama has won by an average of twenty-seven point six points. Sheesh! This is a great game at Auburn. Auburn wins this game at home almost as often as they lose it. They're like five hundred of late against Alabama at home, not so much on the road. You know, it's funny is LSU goes into Tuscaloosa and does well, but Auburn can't Auburn. Auburn does it at home. Yeah. It's still you just seeing the, the hatred, even if they lose by 40, I got to play at number two. I got to play it. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I like I agree. Uh, Auburn always has something up their sleeve to make it fun. Harson, if he's coaching for his job, he's going to be dialing it up. <laughs> he's going to pull some Gus Malzahn. 
Uh, Tom, or, or if, or if there's an interim head coach, like what do you have to lose? Yeah. Like pull out all the stops. I'm talking trick plays. I'm talking fumble rooskies. I'm talking statue of liberties. <laughs> yeah, you talking. name it, break it out. Uh, Tom Gromick in the chat back to the Ohio state, Michigan thing says, well, Cade McNamara or JJ McCarthy, who will be starting? I think it's going to be McNamara until he fucks up, which I don't know that he will with that, with that nice out of conference schedule of playing uh Colorado state week one, what Yukon week two, no Hawaii week two, Yukon week three, which is three brand new coaches. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that that's the worst out of conference schedule. He's going to get some momentum. Like normally we come at like Alabama for their out of conference scheduling. This year it is directed solely at the Michigan Wolverines. What the fuck is that? And then next year's the same thing. Besides East Carolina, which you know might be might be in contention for a national championship next year. They got ECU so, on the schedule next year. Next year, week one. Next year, Dude, week one. That's ECU a dream spot. at Michigan. What do you say we go to the big house, rock and purple? <laughs> oh, I would love to do I that. I want Michigan <laughs> to win the national championship and the next game lose to ECU. <laughs> <laughs> also, Nick, Coastal Carolina at UCLA week one next year. Ooh, that's fun. The Beach Boys, the, the Mullet Beach Boys are heading to Hollywood. Maybe I'll come pay you a visit and we'll both get kicked out of, of, of UCLA yeah. State. Fucking UCLA. What a joke. We'll be the only three people in there. If the audience is wondering what happened, I went to UCLA LSU last year and and I was yes, I was intoxicated, but I was cheering for UCLA. I was cheering, cheering. for UCLA and they kicked me out. Never gotten an altercation. I, I was cheering too hard for UCLA. Only in fucking Los Angeles. He was harassing every they fan got, around like, They haven't had a sellout since fucking Dick Vermeil was their fucking coach. But meanwhile, meanwhile, some guy shows up, pays some money to catch that, and you wonder why no one's going to your fucking games. All right. Uh anyway. Um next up, yeah. What's up? Patty C's on the clock. Look. Uh, I'm a communist here, apparently, because I'm not going with the all. Amer- I'm not going with America's game here. Communist, communist. I I'll am- trade you for Brittany Griner right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to go even <laughs> further down the list. <laughs> um, she's probably got some good weed, so she she's got more to offer than I do. Um, look, this could be actually for a spot in the Big Twelve championship game, perhaps in the playoffs. Uh. Baylor at Texas going way down wow, the list here. Not Ooh. choosing any of the rivalries. Wow. I'm not. I'm Interesting. going down the list. I'm going for what matters. And this kind of what matters is Texas hasn't been relevant in fucking a decade. Yeah. And <laughs> it's not so much about Texas. Although you could say that I mean, you were like uh fucking what's his name's biggest defender before he got fired. Uh Herman? Herman. Well, I just thought he shouldn't have been fired. Yeah, yet. you said they were like three plays away from an undefeated season, which well, they were. Tom Herman, I think, is a better head coach than Steve Sarkeesian. Okay. So that's that's but that's my point on why you shouldn't play this game. Well, we're gonna see. I think <laughs> Texas I think you have to assume Herman's gonna improve in year Sarkeesian, two. Sarkeesian, you mean. Or Sar- Sarkeesian yeah. rather. <laughs> with yeah. the uh best running back in the nation in his backfield and Quinn Ewers. Who's got? Who hasn't thrown a pass since he was seventeen? Swag. I actually saw him in his spring game. You look like good? trash. Really? Yeah. But who knows? You can't take too much from that. But the one uh, thing Patsy has going on here is that in the last twelve games, this series is six six. It's a interstate battle, not a border battle. Interstate, <laughs> even better. Uh, but I think you're playing a little too high, buddy. Uh, now, one other thing: it is Friday. 
So there's less games on Friday. So the, maybe more of a chance you're tuning in the day after Thanksgiving, but I well, think you played it a bit too early. You hate the big 12. So that's, that's uh, assumed <laughs> that's, that's taken Fair for enough. granted, but look, Baylor, Baylor has done what in the last few years, they've had a crack at the uh, playoff several times and no one watched the game. So that's probably why they didn't make the playoff. Right. Is because the, the committee didn't watch the games apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but this game being in Daryl Royal stadium, a spoiler alert, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Both I mean, teams will be good at the end of the year. Mark my words. Both these teams are going to be, have, what do you think Texas is going to be this year? I would not be surprised if they're like nine and three at the end of the year. Mm, bold, bold. Um, Well, Texas is still going to lose to Kansas. All right. I, I got sure news for so. you, buddy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a decent play. We should talk about that too. I think this week, traditionally, this is the rivalry week. This is where teams should be playing. And and I look at the slate and I see a lot of great rivalries out there, but unfortunately I can't help but be reminded of what we've lost. We should have West Virginia Pitt this week. We should have Texas, Texas A&M this week. We should have Colorado, Nebraska this week. I'm probably forgetting others. Um, uh, living in the past, man. You're living in the past. It's a damn shame. So before Baylor and tech, I mean, this used to be Texas, Texas A&M. So it's even more insulting that this asshole sprinkles this <laughs> Baylor game in here, right? Soon enough. We'll have it back. We'll have it back. Um, yeah. That's the one, the one good thing. Big from 12. This, right now. this is the other thing you're forgetting. It's, it's not a team on team rivalry. It's a conference on conference rivalry game here. Texas and Baylor potentially for a Big Twelve championship spot. I hope Texas destroys them. I mean, I'm sorry. I hope Baylor destroys Thank them. Thank you. Yes. Good God. Uh, <laughs> correction. All right, NC Nick. It bounces back to you. And by the way, NC Nick, this is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's being played here. I've long said this. I know we just we haven't played Army Navy yet, but make me commissioner of college football, and I will have. Navy and army in rotation playing air force every Thanksgiving Thursday. And then that will lead into the egg bowl. And then the egg bowl will lead into the apple cup. How would that be for, th- for, for Thanksgiving? That's why well vote for pick on D I'd say perfect transition because I am going to take you to the egg bowl. Currently the only game that is on Thanksgiving day it is at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So yeah, maybe it has to compete with some bullshit NFL game. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss. Actually, yeah, it's Mississippi State at Ole Miss this year. And uh, as much as we love Mike uh, Mike Leach, he's 0-2 versus Kiffin so oh, far. Last year was tough, man. There's mm. been close losses, 31-21 and 31-24. But uh, I expect another great game, and I don't know if either of these teams are ready to, you know, possibly dethrone Bama in the SEC West this year. But I think it's still a huge game, nonetheless. And it's the lone college football game on Turkey Day. Gobble gobble. You know, obviously we're a Mike Leach podcast. He's been boys with us for a while, but but I can't help when I did the preview, and I noticed that Memphis game. They pretty much had that one, and that was a terrible call. And then they missed a couple f- kicks that they almost went 10 and two. They almost went 10 and two last year. Like I'm all over the over. And the, the interesting thing about Mississippi state this year, that defense is going to be lights out. I like it. I like it. It's funny. I was going back last year. That was one of our locks that we liked. Leach came through for us. Normally, you know, between three and four uh, is when he, he really turns that corner. We'll see if it's this year or next year. But 
Uh, I love the egg bowl and I love it's on Thanksgiving. This is way better. Like you said, it's way better than watching the Detroit lions attempt to play football in that filthy fucking roller rink <laughs> in Detroit. Agreed. Um, now if they play that game, fair, usually that Detroit game is like noon Eastern time. It's not the prime time game, but still, still. And then the Cowboys, I don't like watching the Cowboys. I'd rather watch yeah. college football personally. all day. That's what I'm saying. That's, Vote that's for why Dundee. This is the college experience. <laughs> Vote for Dundee. Get the, get the service Academy game into the egg bowl, into the apple cup. Come on. And then you got take Friday. On, take on NFL, like man to man. You'll beat them. Bring it on. Not sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Probably not. Take away a little bit of there. Well, actually, I think you could beat the Lions game. I think you can do it. Yeah. You can you can do that. Muscle up. Put Alabama Auburn at the same time as the Lions game yeah. and see who wins. Put Navy and Air Force and then question the American public. All right. <laughs> Say Guilt who them are, you? are you a fucking Detroit Lions fan? Or you want to watch America play football? That's what I say. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me push back on you guys a little bit. This game has been played since like what? 1902 at the very uh, latest. Ooh. And uh, only six times have both of these teams been ranked against each other at the same time. Ah. I mean, I don't need ranked games. Who you? Who we're talking. You? We're talking. Is, that, about, is this fucking Ke- uh, Kevin Warren here? Fucking talking games that are fun to watch. I, I hey, like, Jim Phillips over there. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what's fun when things are freaking relevant? You know, and arm. I mean, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State. No, often not that relevant. It doesn't. I think it will be this year, no, though. But I think that's both the teams point. will be ranked this year. That's the point. On uh, it, they could be. Uh, they could both be zero and eleven or zero and yeah, but zero they and eleven. Hate each other, and that's why I want to watch is because yeah, to someone's be got to win. Guys, you guys both have good points here. This game is a great rivalry, regardless of the record any year. But I mean. The reason why Auburn Alabama is so high is that it's mattered a lot recently. So well, no, if you no, add a great no. rivalry and also implications on top of it, it bolsters the game up. Okay, it may be a tiny bit because they've been great. I think it's because they poison Don't the fucking trees. They yeah, poison the trees. Yeah, they care that much, just like we're the not egg bowl. even an in. Don't go hipster on us. You're, you're, you're fucking out. off on that though. You <laughs> no, are no, off. No, he's not. That's you're why <laughs> it's not because they're that good. It, it yes, it factors in some. But Auburn Alabama would be a heated rivalry regardless. But you really rank would. at number two overall this week. What do you mean? I'm saying like I have Ole Miss Mississippi State number three overall because I think it's meaningful this year as I well had a, as a good rivalry. I, had a I have four. this game. I have this game over Oregon Oregon State or Washington Washington State because it's probably a little bit less relevant this year. No, see my my logic was uh, first off I had it behind Army Navy, which is my point exactly. Um, and, and I had it ahead of the civil war only because it was on Thursday. It's got, it's the lone college football game. Well, that is where we might differ. My well, friend. let me, let me ask but you this. I think me. I know who your pick is next. <laughs> <laughs> let me, yeah. let me ask you this. Do, do these games vary from year to year in terms of like importance or is there already a hierarchy? I mean, it sounds like to you, everything is based on the level of hatred and pride in the game. And the, the, the rankings don't matter at all. So, well, well, the rankings are a jaded deck and, and I've never trusted the rankings. Okay, so, but so besides that rabbit yeah, hole, yeah. right? Every year your ranking should be the same. Is that pretty much what Pre- the case? I would say so. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, may- yeah, right. Maybe is, one year, if they were one and two, it could jump. It could, it, it, you know, I'll give it, it a little, a really little big. bit. Yeah. yeah. But the for- other thing you want to see is, is an even rivalry where it's not just one team winning all of them. Like, I don't know, say Virginia tech UVA. 
<laughs> you son of a gun. Oh, coming at you. Coming at you. All right. Patty and I were agreeing so well so far. He <laughs> <laughs> chose my answer. Fucking Army Navy. Uh, NC Nick can hate all he wants. It is right there. It is better than the Egg Bowl. It is right there with the Iron Bowl. It is right there with the game. And every year, it is fucking great. All right. Yes, maybe in the mid 90s was there a couple blowouts, but this was a great game last year. This was a great game that I, I highly recommend to anyone to watch this game. NC Nick's a hater, he's a communist. Uh, Patty C. Talk about Army Navy. Uh, let me pull up. I believe off the top of my head, it's 59 53 all time in Navy's favor after they ironically went on a 15 year run, which is exactly what Virginia Tech did to UVA. So <laughs> screw you, Nick. It was about the same time frame, too. Um, but uh, yeah, this is amazing. You've got people dressed up in uniform. I was watching an Army Navy game from like, I want to see loves a man in uniform. I do love a man in uniform. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I just, what were you watching? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an officer and a gentleman, and, uh, and uh, Richard Gear really got me going. I could see that. <laughs> um, no, they're all dressed like this. It looks like a 1940s game, but like everyone's taking it seriously. It's all business. So much pride, excellence, and triple option football. When it's Army Navy, it does become and they don't tolerable. Play it, they don't play it in a dome they when they're play against it in December. Other. You know what I mean? This thing is always uh, the elements. I feel like play a factor all the time. It is the epitome of football. It is what it is. One of the greatest things we have in this country. All right. So Nick, now you have the floor. So after the uh, conference championship weekend, college football hits a little bit of a dead spot. I tune out a little bit focused on college basketball. Cause I guarantee you this weekend where army and Navy are playing, there's some wonderful college basketball games on the hardwood, which I'd rather watch than a game that's basically meaningless. What do you mean meaningless? What I'm saying, like neither team is to them. Right. To they, them, they at, remember at that, that for point, a like, lifetime. They, they, well, it's meaningless to me. To them, knock knock yourself out. Have fun. Try to win. You know, go score some touchdowns. Why is I'm it saying mean, is yeah, that I don't know. A lot of times bef before this game has even played. These teams know what bowl game they're going to if they're going to a bowl game that year. Well, but it's not like they're trying to jockey in position in a conference or if they're not going for the playoff. So it's basically meaningless. Uh, it's last after year, after everything else has ended and before the bowl season has started, it's on an island by itself. But there's no opt outs. It's actually better than every bowl game, I would say. And, uh, and last year, I had Navy over three and a half wins and they were coming into that game three and eight. So it was certainly meaningful for me when the midshipman pulled the upset. Well, look, I mean, you can still bet on the game itself and you can still play a DFS showdown lineup, which we did. So, I mean, you can find meaning in anything these days, which is wonderful. Well, you're finding uh, meaning in uh, yeah. Mississippi, Mississippi state, which is for what the the citrus bowl at best? The, none, none of those teams are winning the SEC West. It's a constant that at that point in the season isn't over yet. At least there's they're still you know trying not only trying to beat each other, trying to get into a better bowl or, or what have you. Well, this game is the bowl. Army Navy deserves its yeah, own. Honestly, it is the most important for me, game like, for them. I 
I turn the page after conference championship weekend, you know, and this someone educate this dust. man. People um, out there educate this man on what it is to be an American. <laughs> what about the chat? The, the chat has gone quiet. It, has it gone for you? Am I having a problem uh, here? Well, you started to sound like a communist, and everyone says, "You know, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this I'm fucking guy." Out. <laughs> I don't blame you, him. You, you right? threw it over to me, knowing what my response would be. Uh, that is true, buddy. But okay, uh, now Patty C, you are back on the clock here. Well, I'm staying in the state of Texas. Oh, there we go. Wow. You know really? what? What are you playing? Though? Oh, okay. <laughs> I am yes. playing uh, a game that involved a team that beat one of only two teams that beat Alabama last year. A team that had the top rated oh, okay. recruiting class in the nation. Still this not playing past the year. rivalries. This is a made up. This rivalry. is a made up rivalry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Michigan that. State versus Penn State. Yeah, it's still a good yeah, game. Much. It's still although it at it least is. their borders touch. At least. The schools are relatively. <laughs> there's not just like a state in between them. Um, yeah, LSU at Texas A&M, and for all we know, Alabama has a hard schedule. If there's a hiccup, say LSU or an A&M is the team that beats them and runs the table the rest of the way with only maybe one loss, but they have the tiebreaker on Alabama. Then this could be for a spot in the SEC championship game. A&M's this- going eight and four. <laughs> Who the fuck are you kidding? They haven't played for a fucking conference Let championship. How about, how about this? How about this? Since joining the SEC, A&M is just two and eight in the last 10. Well, I guess ever since joining the SEC against LSU. Oof. There right, now I will say that the two wins were the most two recent games in college station, including, I'm sure you guys remember this game. The seventy-four to seventy-two seven overtime game oh, in two thousand eighteen. That is the game that changed college football overtime. <laughs> and I, and I want to say that that was a uh, there was a horrible call in that game. I thought like LSU got hosed in that. I, I thought that one was pretty good. I, no, it was a great game to watch. But I, I want to say though that there was a very controversial call. Interesting that 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 happened. I want to say the guy was down, and then and then. The he threw the ball or something and they 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 missed it or something. I don't know. I, I can't recall. With seven overtimes of uh, action. Something uh, a bad yeah, call had to yeah, have happened somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good game, but again, maybe overplayed a hair with with this many great rivalries on the schedule. Uh, he, Patty C not giving any love well, to the look, rivalries. There there is a rivalry that you're gonna give me flag for if I play it. So screw you. What Virginia? Patty C is ready for realignment. He's ready. He's like, uh, screw the rivalries. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I guarantee that, you if is that I, Greg Sankey over there? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you if I played a game that's high on my radar, right? It used to be very popular in the nineties figure out which one that is that you would give me flack. So guess what? I'm playing more relevant games. Well, I hope it's relevant. Eight and four doesn't sound very relevant to me. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick, what do you make of LSU a and Are you on board with that or no? Uh, no, I mean, I think, I think I pretty much expressed my thoughts on this game. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a good game. I think it's just played a little bit too high. Check that door for heat, Tim. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> What what clip is that? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's deep. Like it's deep. Backdraft or something. <laughs> You're correct. You're what correct. A, wow. What a pull. What That's a, a pull. guy. Look, Patty C. Rogers watches the the Richard Gere movies. NC Nick's a Kurt Russell guy. All right. <laughs> Escape from L.A. All right. Uh, all right. NC Nick, you're back on the clock. All right. What. Well. 
I want to take you very local to me, but not quite yet. Cause I have one game ranked higher. How about a little Notre Dame at USC? Notre Dame's won the last four in this annual matchup. I mean, can Lincoln Riley get the W? You know, does this game have national implications? I mean, possibly. So I think uh, Notre Dame at USC is a very intriguing matchup this week. It is. It is. It's. It's. It. it for it's some reason, for some, it is. But for some reason, I've never really cared about this rivalry. <laughs> it doesn't have a cool name. Yeah. It's not well, and the there's Egg just, Bowl or the Civil well, War or and, the Apple Cup. Well, but. and they're far away. They're private school pussies. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just uh, facts. But, I like uh, GBO Farm says uh, in three years it's going to be a conference game. That's uh, true. Probably. Yeah. Maybe he has sources like everybody else that, that said like <laughs> all this was going to happen two weeks ago and nothing happened. <laughs> uh, I mean, look. That, there's that classic game where Reggie Bush pushed pushed the guy in, but besides that, I really don't r- recall any other game that they've ever played. Yeah, I think it was huge. I mean, in, in the, the 70s, 70s yeah. I think there was a even a, in the a, 80s. Yeah. I want to say in like 88 or 89, it was one versus two. Uh, but I think but, with Marcus Freeman and Lincoln Riley, two. Like, oh no, it's exciting. Yeah. Up and coming coaches. Maybe it, it's going to come back to glory. Look, and it's a rivalry. Look. I, I, I bartended here in LA for a long time. People come in and, and they're passionate about this game. So it is a rivalry game. I just don't really understand why they chose these two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's just weird. It's just, the, I think yeah. it's the private yeah. school thing. Yeah. It's the private school thing. They're just like, Hey, let's, and they both were yeah. good. I think yeah, they're both day. really good. Yeah. Um, but it is a good game. I still think misplayed, but we will get to it. Patty, see your thoughts on Notre Dame USC. Well, it's a glamour game, you know, and it's, it's one that goes back. I don't like a, a, a newly manufactured glamour game, but I guess this was manufactured at some point before it came classic, but uh new ones suck ones with a lot of tradition and history are good. And even if it is quote, quote, intersectional half the country away from each other, they're still two very, well, they have different identities. USC is sunshine and fucking hot ass chicks and Notre Dame is mud and fucking Jesus. And know. the the rivalry could could go to a next level if if Notre Dame remains independent. Like say USC and Notre Dame were planning to go to the Big Ten and USC went and Notre Dame's like, yeah, we're probably gonna end up there, and then they backstab them and remain independent. That would be that's what I'm rooting for. That's right. That's what I'm rooting for there. Trick them. Um I, actually I, I wonder if the rivalry would remain if that happens. Notre Dame can kind of dictate whatever it wants to. It's ridiculous. Well, USC doesn't have to play Notre Dame though. If they're like, you know what? We have, we have a really, gr- you know, a uh, tough big 10 schedule. Maybe we won't, we don't want to play Notre Dame every year. Well, Look, if you vote for Dundee, USC plays UCLA, the final game of the season every year rivalry. It's not this Notre Dame shit. Right? I, I know- agree with that. Yeah. So, um, all right, then fine guys. I'll be the one to play it. No, I don't know how good that game will be this year. I care. I, I'd rather watch this game. Call me, call me crazy. I'm taking you to the fucking civil war. All right. Call me Ulysses S grant. God damn it. All right. Because <laughs> I am taking you to, to the civil war in Corvallis where I think Oregon state is a sleeper in the pac 12 this year. And with, with Bo Nix coming in third offensive coordinator in three years, third head coach in three years. I don't know if this Oregon offense is just going to be firing away right away. I think Oregon state might be in a position to play for the PAC 12 championship. And this might be a, this, this game might be 
for the Pac-12 to play in the Pac-12 championship. So I, I told y'all last year, Beavers six and zero at home last year. Yes, wow. and that last time Oregon went to Corvallis, they took a fat L. Uh, Oregon at Oregon State, and I mean, who knows what can happen in the meantime? Too imagine if the Big Ten did call Oregon. This is Oregon State's last chance to say fuck you, then, or you know, second to last chance to say that. The last chance maybe, of Corvallis, maybe last yeah. time at home. Yeah. yeah. So the stakes on this game huge. That would be so unbelievable if they if they didn't play this anymore. It's gonna happen, dude. It's so it, terrible. Yeah. It's the same thing as Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Uh, and, and the thing, Apple Cup. The Apple Cup is yeah. probably pending. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But um, right, can we call it the Civil War? I thought that was done with. Yes, we're calling it the Civil War. We're I, not, I thought we're it's not, like now, like it's the the peaceful, yeah. unarmed. We <laughs> right. love everybody. Squabble the, the hippie cup. Yeah. All right, <laughs> the disagreement. Hold on, hold on, I got a quote for that. Oh, uh, play that man. Yeah, play that. where, where is that quote? That. Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. <laughs> uh, I love State, this game. Oregon yeah. State, two of the last three in Corvallis. That's what I'm saying. Corey. You Sign know what I this. love, you know what I love about this game is that I went back from 97 to 06. So 10 straight games, the home team won each time. So it was five and five in those 10 years trading off every year because obviously, you know, one year in Corvallis, one in Eugene, uh, that's a great rivalry, right? And, and a Where lot of every times every year, the other yeah. team wins at home. And a lot of times that, the, the elements play a role. It's great. Yes. It's great. It's yes. in fog. It's in rain. It's in snow. It's just fantastic. Uh, I Shout think out to Joe Hackney too, who said, "Sorry, he's late this this week." Joe, yeah. next 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 week, be on time, buddy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you sandbagging son of a gun. You wait. You're watching. Are you watching fucking Jeopardy? All right. <laughs> who was the old Giants coach? Uh, Tom Coughlin said, "If you're not ten minutes early, you're late." <laughs> <laughs> so military. Uh, what, P- Patty, see what do you make of the Civil War? Uh, great game. Uh, I do like the fact that you know Oregon. Probably going to take a little step back with a new coach, and mean, meanwhile, uh, 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 Jonathan Smith building Oregon State probably taking a step forward. So you can expect building pro- the dam, building the dam. I like it. You can expect a competitive game, and who knows? I mean, the second place spot in the Pac-12, even the first place spot. We don't know if Utah is going to do it with the target on their chest. So yeah, I think uh, I think there could be implications, but at the very least, bitterness. I know there's another game we're going to get to, but which is even more weather filled and it's in that same area. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's fantastic. Uh, all right, Patty C you are on the clock. Go ahead and play it. Uh, I'm tempted to, but again, I will seek relevance. Um, and what is relevance? Relevance you want, you want Mountain West on us. Uh, I, that's a good <laughs> question. I, I'm, I'm uh, scanning the list right now. I'm going to take you to the cornfields. We are going Nebraska at Iowa. Ooh. 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 This is one of the really? made up rivalries. This is fucking Greg Sankey right here. <laughs> Dude, so far, Patty C's played LSU, AM, Baylor, Baylor Texas. Texas. These are all the made up bullshit rivalries. It's also the games that will likely factor into the postseason. You think so? Because so? because Frost is zero and five all time against uh, parents. Well, <laughs> guess what? That could be a factor. If Nebraska has a great year and they go into Iowa and don't win, then yes, that's something I want to watch. So uh, right now, a great year for Nebraska would be seven and five. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Six and six, and they're happy. Extend them. Uh, <laughs> A lot, oh yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe a little early, just because Nebraska has to prove it. But a lot of people 
thinking it's going to happen this year for whatever reason. Um, but Iowa, we should expect to have a pretty dang good year again. Dang good year and a damn good lawn chair. <laughs> <laughs> a damn good lawn chair. That's what they do. But uh, and whatever. You're this get- this is misplayed. All right, I gave you the benefit of the doubt with Baylor and Texas at LSU. Wait, 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 wait. Give me one. Give me a, give me a better one. You uh, Washington, Washington. Get the fuck out of here. That that game means nothing compared to Iowa, Nebraska, <laughs> because Iowa Nebraska won three games last chance. year. <laughs> you had uh, Iowa was like uh, one inch away from stopping Michigan State and going to the playoff a few years. Washington's ago. Washington's been a to fucking the playoff. Relevant, okay, true, but. <laughs> But, oh, there but, we go. But now they're what? Five oh. and seven. Okay. Here Whatever. we have folks. four and Colby's, eight. Colby's citing on tradition. Patty C's looking at this year in general. I get so sick and tired of you guys <laughs> ragging on me here, you know, and I'm playing games that are actually going to matter. You guys are jerking off about tradition over here. I'm talking about shit that actually fucking matters. All right. Iowa lost the Big Ten championship by like 45 points. It didn't matter at all last year. They were in it. Washington was on their on their couch. only because the Big Ten West. If they had done the top two teams, right? Well, just because Michigan and Iowa or uh, Ohio State are in the Big Ten East, and two of the top and what, Michigan five State. teams in the country, Michigan State, Iowa State was like or Iowa was like what fifth? Iowa would normally beat Michigan State. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I like this game. It's pretty <laughs> cool. It's got some Americana vibe to it. And screw you guys because it's my pick. There you go. There you go. Battle of the cornfields. I do like that element. Thank All you. right. I, I, Nick, your thoughts on Nebraska, Iowa. Yeah. Played a little too high. There's I have at least three or four other games. I would have played higher. I do think it's an interesting matchup. It's just, you know, a little too early. It's like uh border battle, Ryan leaf. No, <laughs> number two overall <laughs> border battle. You got a border battle. We, do. we got one. Battle. That's the real reason why you played it. And there's a lot of corn in this game. <laughs> Something about corn and football does go to good. It's you know? beautiful. I'm on board, especially Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, all right, NC Nick, you are on the clock. All right, I'm fully prepared to take heat on this one too. I will leave the apple <laughs> cup for Colby. He's I'm going to take you ten miles away from my house. Mm. It's Friday. It's Friday, so that's a, you know less games on Friday. That's a good thing. And yeah, NC State at UNC. I know this is Tobacco Road. This is basketball, college basketball country. Well, we like our college football as well. And, you know, I mean, this has been a fun rivalry every year, like, especially in UNC. Like, Colby, do you remember, you know, Gio Bernard's punt return for a touchdown? I do. Like 2012. Broke the heart of NC State with like a minute left. Yes, I do remember that. A lot of people remember that game. Well, you know what? NC State is winners of three out of the last four in Chapel Hill. Mm. They're gonna take that 15 mile bus ride up to Chapel Hill. They're gonna get another W. They're gonna cap off a nice season by beating the Tar Heels in the big rivalry game. Give me this game on Friday. Go ahead and, and disagree. Well, look, I like the games. The games have been fun, but you're wrong. North Carolina is gonna beat NC State this year, and uh, and the games have been pretty good. I will say that. I mean, you have like a, over the past 10 years or 12 years or so, you got a lot of one score games, 28, 27, 29, 25, 34, 28 overtime, uh, 34, 30 last year. So I'll honor it. Now I do think it's played a couple too high, (laughs) but I, I look, it's a rivalry. You know, I like, I'd rather watch this than, than a lot of other ones we've played. 
So, uh, <laughs> see, see, I'm being nice to you, buddy. That, that's a sweet, right? Patty. sweet yeah. way to uh, say it. Look, I'm not a hater, so I'm going to go ahead and say I, I enjoy this game. Right. I do like the fact that both of these teams might actually be good for once at the same time. So <laughs> that's a new wrinkle in this game. Um, but it's probably not going to have super relevance to one team winning the division or the other because they're I in opposite sides. Well, that's true. Maybe. Uh, what if this is a NC rematch State. of the championship that we see the next week? Let's not let's let's pump those brakes a little bit. We're not there yet. <laughs> hey, Devin right. Leary, what do you mean he's the next Joe Namath? That's you just true. saw this on uh, <laughs> on, on, on the Twitter. They just said that. Joe Montana. <laughs> well, let me ask you. Let me, uh, what this football rivalry? What is like the uh, what is the vibe of it? You know, NC State, North Carolina. Well, so. well, in Chapel Hill, wine and cheese. It's a lot like UCLA. You know. So they they call NC State Moo U. It's like an agricultural school, engineering school. It's totally different. Uh, I'm just saying, like around here, it's a big deal. Like the bars around here are going to be packed. If you go up to Franklin Street in Chapel Hill, it's going to be packed for this game. If you go downtown to Raleigh, it's going to be packed. It is a pretty big deal around here. I like it. I like it I for wanna, that reason alone. I want to see something real, real quick. But, but both are cowards, and they play. They don't play ECU enough, and ECU always beats the tar out of them. North right? Carolina leads the all-time series. 68 37. That is surprising to me. I would have thought NC State had the edge on UNC. NC State maybe making a little comeback. They have. In the past like 15 years, I feel like yeah. NC State's kind of leading that thing. So I do think it's played in the right spot. Uh, um, all right, before we get to side B, uh, I gotta get us paid and then get us to side B. So I want to tell you folks out there. Uh, that the college football experience week 13 pregame picks episodes brought to you by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big, win bigger with win bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. And we're going to stay. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, I'm sorry, on YouTube, stick just five second delay here. We're going to hop over. This is for podcast sake. So hang on 